This is Bloomberg Business Week with Carol Masser and Jason Kelly on Bloomberg Radio. It's been a long, a long time coming, but I know. Yeah, we hear companies and individuals who run companies talk about this a lot, and that's diversity. Uh, this is something very near and dear to Jason and myself. We talk about it as well a lot here around the table uh, at Bloomberg Radio. Um, despite all of the talk and despite all of the initiatives at companies, there's little to show for it. Pamela Newkirk is professor of journalism at New York University, NYU, here in New York. Her new book is called Diversity, Inc., The Failed Promise of a Billion-Dollar Business, and she joins us here in our Bloomberg Interactive Broker Studio. Welcome. Thank you so much. Tell me what was um, the catalyst for writing this. What came across your attention, or what did you, or what did you hear that said, "I got, I got to look into this, and I got to write a book about it." Yeah. Well, you know, for the for three decades of my own career, both in the news media and then on the faculty at New York University, diversity has been a national preoccupation. And one day, I was on the train uh, heading back home from Washington, D.C., and I was reading yet another article about a diversity report by one of the tech companies and the same, uh, or this, the you know, disappointing results, mm-hmm. uh, you know, African Americans and Latinos are acutely underrepresented in, in tech. You can and see the conversation. Wait, wait, we're doing all the right thing. We have the programs yeah, in place. How come and it's then, not happening? And, right. And then every year these companies issue these reports and, and, and they sort of like say, oh, it's so disappointing. And yet they're spending billions of dollars every year on diversity initiatives. So I wanted to interrogate the tension between the rhetoric and the billions of dollars expended on diversity and the numbers, the metrics, which show that the needle is not really moving, particularly in the most influential fields. Right. And so, Pamela, what did you find? Is it the money is being spent the wrong way or on the wrong things? What? Well, it, as you went down a level, what did you find? Yeah, well, what I find is that many institutions are doing the same thing year after year and expecting mm. different results. And and you would just think that if you were investing, you know, hundreds of millions or billions of dollars into anything that wasn't working that you would just naturally change course, but for some reason uh, institutions are committed to doing the exact same thing. So they erect this amazing apparatus of diversity with diversity czars and consultants uh, who, you know, go to conferences. And there's this whole, like, apparatus around diversity, and no one seems that concerned uh, about the results or the the, the am- well, amazingly awful results. Well, I got to jump in because it's interesting that you say that because another thing that Jason and I are very much into is ESG, uh, environmentally social governance, investing, and certainly things like pension funds, uh, endowments, various, uh, you know, institutional investment organizations. I mean, this is a more, you know, this is more important to investors. So I do wonder about that ultimately people do want to see results. What are the biggest mistakes that you're finding that companies do? Obviously, they're spending a lot of money, but what are the biggest mistakes that they do over and over and over? over again. Right. I think one of the biggest mistakes they make is they sort of farm out diversity, that it's not really integrated into the mainframe of the institution. It's sort of farmed out to some marginalized 
chief diversity officer Mm -hmm. who then is burdened with the task of making this happen, but it's not an all hands on deck from the top down. That that's the kind of don't have a place uh, at the table that matters. Yeah, so it takes real intention and it takes you know vigilance and it takes people really feeling invested in the results, not just in the symbolic um, gesture of diversity. Mm-hmm. And that's what we see. We see a lot of the symbolism of diversity. And anyone who stands out on a successful uh, side of this, are there programs out there that you found, Pamela, that are working or methods that are working? Yeah, I mean, that's the good news. Um, the good news is that there are models that work. Uh, you know, institutions that really want to roll up their sleeves. There are a number of ways that they can do that. Uh, It's probably too much to go through now, but one of the companies that I did a deep dive into was Coca-Cola. I was just going to say, I was looking at that. Yeah. Yeah. So, And I've talked to some of their diversity people, certainly on our air here. Right. So they did more than, than... than just make it something marginal to to their core uh, business strategy. They sort of pulled it into the main. But more importantly, what they did, and this was after settling a landmark discrimination lawsuit, I should add. Mm -hmm. Um, and, And there was a task force that oversaw uh, what they, you know, the initiatives that they were were doing to to right uh, the ship, and so I think the key thing that helped them turn the company around is they had a chief diversity officer who looked at the metrics across the company, um, employees in different job categories, looking at who was hired, what did the candidate pool look like, who right. was getting raises, how were people, were, were there um, patterns of mm-hmm. bias that you could detect in the metrics? And once they could detect those patterns, then they were able to make interventions. And and, and over it's, five years, they they dramatically turned around the company. Great, great stuff. And yeah, the more you dig down, the more you really are going to ultimately get results. Pamela Newkirk uh, of NYU, her book, Diversity, Inc., The Failed Promise of a Billion Dollar Business. Thank you.